another fine day in America. Yes, sir. <laughs> welcome, 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 ladies and gentlemen. It is the King Iron Podcast. Hope about myself, so touch the Pope and my brother. Son, so Lex. Happy weekend, happy weekend, everybody. Um, I don't even know what day this is going to air, but happy weekend, just in case it airs on the weekend. Um, as always, follow us on whatever podcast platform that you choose to subscribe to. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. Like, subscribe, and share. Son, so Lex, take it away with the rest of the business. Hey, man, you guys can reach us at... Um... K-I-N-G-A-N-D-E-Y-E-369 at gmail.com. Again, that is King and I369 at gmail.com. If you guys have any topics you want to discuss, if you want to be a guest on the show, just reach out to us and I guarantee you we will respond back. Um we can also be reached at Patreon if you guys want to contribute to the show. We have a cash app. So, again, everything that comes to us goes directly into the show and not our pockets. But anyway, thank you for the love and the support. Yes, yes, I echo the sentiments. Thank you for the love and support. We greatly appreciate it. Um, greatly appreciate all the guests that we've had so far and looking for more to come. Um... But let's get into a topic today. Um, I don't know what we're going to call this topic, but for the sake of conversation, let's just talk about the future of technology. Let's let's just go with that. Yes, sir. Um, How do you feel about technology today? So we know technology is forever changing, it's forever growing or expanding, as they say. Um, mild examples are, you know, future with cars. A, a lot of EV uh, vehicles are on the road, obviously, with Tesla and a few other smaller companies that I can't name right now. <laughs> but we we know that it's, it's on its way. Um, I think it's a good thing, but I also believe it could be a bad thing. And the, re- the reason I say it's a good thing is because is is technology is forever shaping our world. You know, it's making things easier to a certain extent. Um, of course, the younger generations they they learn faster because the technology is more. Um, to their liking or they're growing into the tech or growing with the technology whereas we have to basically learn the technology um but the reason i I say that it, it could be a bad thing is because a lot of the old ways or the older technology wasn't bad um what i'm saying here is if we get so dependent upon new technology that some of us forget how to do things the old way, like um, you forget how to learn how to, uh, or forget how to, excuse me, people, to navigate a boat in the middle of the sea because technology is so damn advanced, that's that's a bad thing. 
if we have technology that's gonna be driving our cars and we up in that sun gun sleeping and for whatever reason that technology fails, we get into an accident, that's a bad thing. I mean, there, there are all kind of reasons I, I could go on about why technology at some extent could be a bad thing. It's endless. But just like technology can be a bad thing, it also has a, you know, a very extensive list of good reasons why. So how about you? forgetting how to do things you have to realize that at every stage with every advance in technology going back to primitive time the old ways tend to disappear um if you look at Technology have have allowed people to do things more efficiently, um, but being more efficiently means that things are being done faster than greater masses. So we become so dependent on technology that it kind of handicaps the natural. Right. So, when you mass produce or mass breed chickens, cows, pigs, this, that, and the other, um, you don't get, you don't allow nature to cleanse and refresh itself naturally. Um, then, with other aspects of, of technology, then you know, there's a lot of things that people used to do that they will not do because it's like, bro, why do I have to get up and do this when I can have such and such do this? Um, but outside of that, you just have to realize that um, it, it's going to change. Um, and, you know, the, the, the bad things, they can't be grouped to, they can't be grouped to what you're saying. Mm -hmm. But it has to be really expanded because seriously, a lot of the bad parts of technology are detrimental to the lives of everyone on the planet. Um, So, I mean, that's how I look at it. Yeah. I mean, uh, the only reason I I say when it comes to nature is there are certain things that nature are supposed to take care of. Like how you were saying how chickens are being grown um, damn near overnight uh, when it comes to technology like how is that natural you know back when I was growing up uh, being from Alabama you know we always well my grandparents always had chickens and uh, pigs and uh, farm animals as they say so growing up in that experience uh 
of just watching, you know, chickens go from little beaties, as they call them, to a full grown chicken. And, you know, watching my uh, elders, you know, um, kill a chicken, you know, for us to eat that night or whatever the case may be. I guess for me, it, it put a light on it of saying or, or seeing, you know, from start to finish, what, what's the natural order of things. You know? Right. But when chickens nowadays are basically put in incubators and, and grown from the time that they're hatched to the time they're fully grown, it's a matter of damn near hours and days now as compared to, you know, months or, or weeks or however you want to put it. That is really disturbing the natural order of things. And especially when they start injecting, you know, these uh, chicks with all these damn hormones and things of that nature. So people really don't stop and think that, you know, I'm eating this chicken. Yeah, it comes from KFC or Popeyes or whatever the case may be. But we know, or our old people are, are smart enough to, to know that, you know, this chicken was not naturally grown. <laughs> so with those steroids or whatever the case may be being injected into that chicken, we too are consuming that. People don't stop and think about, you know, the effects of that. And that's why, you know, technology can be a bad thing. Back and forth. Um, 
you also have to look at and and I don't say try this at home. Um, but let's just say you out drinking and you know you turn that thing on in your car and your car is driving straight. It's stopping at lights and this that and so you're not getting tickets. Again, don't try this at home. But I'm just saying that with technology, um you drunk and you behind with the wheel of your car and just look at it, you have to keep your hands on the steering wheel at the very least in these cars. Just look at it. Just look at that part of it. Yeah, I, I get that, right? My thing is, again, when we make technology so damn easy or easier for people, uh, some people, they just refuse to think. Like, they depend on the machine now. So, you know, as where before you actually had to go through a process of doing things in a certain or particular order in order to get the necessary outcome effect that you're looking for. Now you just push a damn button. Everything's damn near automated. So, only thing you know now to do is push a button, let the machine do what it does. But when that machine fuck up, you know, in a lot of cases, they aren't teaching you what to do when the machine fuck up. <laughs> Meaning, your goddamn car is driving by itself and for, again, whatever reason, you know, things malfunction, you over there goddamn sleeping, next thing you know, your ass going off a cliff or some shit. So, I'm, I'm sure there are certain warning, you know, lights and buzzers that, that will be put in place, you know, for those cars that will be there, meaning driving themselves all the time. Um, but there's a cost that's associated with that because they're not going to report all the people who were killed uh, in a process in the process of making that technology relevant or, you know, efficient. They're not going to report that part. They just chop that up to necessary uh business or it's a necessary process to get to where we need to go. What you're referring to specifically for the cause is is um it's kinda like looking at extreme cases. Um because I mean we would probably have to look up as, as far as far as this part and, and right. just focus on this part. I'm not trying to, you know, throw anything extra in there. Mm-hmm. As far as self-driving cars, um, first thing is I know damn well you're not taking a driving test with a self-driving car. First and foremost, <laughs> that ain't happening. I know that's not happening. Right. Um, because you need to know how to operate a car. Uh, secondly. As far as accidents, again, when you look at self-driving cars, um, there's a certain demographic that these cars are for. Yes, they're being they're they're more accessible to more people, but I think like Tesla is one of the only truly uh, more self-driving cars out there, meaning that it turns and this that and the other. Um, 
And most people ain't rushing out there to buy a Tesla because they have their own thoughts about Tesla theory. Right. And then all the 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 amenities that come with it. Um a lot of people look at, you know, oh damn, I'm not buying no Tesla's gonna run up my electricity and this, that and the other. They're not um they're not looking at the fact that if you get a an electric car, Tesla, or whatever else is coming out, or whatever else is out there, they're not looking at the fact that um, you're not worrying about oil changes, you're not worrying about uh, transmission fluid changes, you're not worried about um, all of these other things that are associated with with a regular car. With these electric cars, the most that you are worried about on a frequent, more frequent basis for maintenance is tires and windshield wipers. Nobody's looking past that. They're looking at, oh, I'm not getting that. Oh, my electricity and this, that, and other. Where am I going to charge my car from out in the night? They're not, that's all they're focused on. So electric cars are, are, are primarily, at this point, at a certain demographic society. Now, as far as them testing these cars, this, that, and other, they're not saying, oh, let's make an electric car and just throw it out there. As you see, Tesla has the market on lock right now. Um, Ford just dropped the Mustang Mach-E not too long ago. Um, Lucent is out there, but they are not out there like that to where um, all that is a problem. And again, they're not putting a car together and being like, all right, let's just throw it out there. So. And when they test these cars, they're tested on closed tracks with experienced drivers, so to speak. So the likelihood of these accidents and stuff happening out in public, as far as as testing, I think they're minimal. But um, outside of that, when it comes to technology, again, you know, we got to realize that technology is not going to be stopped. Um, and my thing is this, it's on the individual to be able to, uh, retain or have a firm understanding of basic survival and and basic adaptation to life in general. Um, I don't care when you were born, like if you were born 10, 15 years ago, uh, you're not born and growing up with the skills that we had 20, 30 years ago. So you might have life easier and more efficient than us, but at the same time, some of us have been on this planet longer, so we know how to do the same thing that you're doing, just differently. I agree. Um, I'm not saying that technology uh, won't move forward. We, we all know you can't stop technology. Um, but my only gripe again is like they, the old additive, they say you know, in order to make an omelet you gotta break a few eggs. <laughs> so I, I get that part of it. Meaning um far as materialistic things or you know the damage of a car but again when it comes down to 
one person dying for the sake of technology. I don't get that part. I don't think it's worth any human life for technology. I, I will say this. Um, at my job, it's, it's a very dangerous job, you know. Um, a lot of the things that our safety department realizes or um, have come up with newer and better technology in the safety department is because usually someone either died or they lost a finger or they lost a hand or they came out crippled. Something along that line. You get what I'm saying? It's kind of like they only came up with this this safety uh, new device because someone lost their life behind it. Or in, you know, in certain situations, someone actually got hurt. But um, that, that's kind of like what I, I'm correlating it to. You know, someone actually had to lose their life in order for them to, in some cases, make the technology better. And that's the part that I'm disagreeing with. Should it come to someone losing their life to make the technology better? No, of course not. But is that going to stop them from continuing to uh, perhaps put human life in these situations? No, it's not. It's kind of like a test pilot, Air Force pilots. Um, they say that their job is one of the most dangerous jobs you know, on the planet because they're testing these uh, new jets or rockets or whatever the case may be. So it's kind of like they walk into it knowing that, you know, if this equipment fails on me, um, it's basically going to be on me to make the right decision or determination to get myself out of that jet, meaning eject in time. And prayfully, that works. But I remember when we were growing up, there's a lot of controversy around the Air Force because a lot of pilots were losing their lives because their jets were uh, certain mechanisms in them or certain uh, functions in them weren't doing what they're supposed to be doing. So there's a big cover up about that. I wish I could remember what year that was and what exactly was surrounding that. But the point that I'm making here again is the jets that we have now are off the chain. You know, they they not rivaled by many other countries. But it took the loss of life to get to this point that we're at now. Is it really worth it? And all right. Before I respond, uh, we at that point we take a break again. It's the King and I Like podcast hosted by myself, so such a poet, and my brother. Sounds so Lex. Um, it's gonna be an interesting conversation. I see. Uh, um, yeah, it's gonna be an interesting conversation. Yes, sir. Uh, we're gonna go back and forth and, and rebut <laughs> each other's input, and it's, it's gonna be fun. Um, because I, I see what you're saying, but I do have a rebuttal. Correct. We'll be back. King and I Like Podcast. Hey, you know what to do. Hit us up wherever. Uh, we'll be back. We are here in these streets. <laughs> yes. <laughs>